Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I have my review of SummerSlam. Um, starting off the evening, my first match I have on here, it is Apollo Crews defending his United States Championship against MVP. Um, honestly, it was, a, it was a decent match. It was very back and forth. Um, it, it's been a story that's been going on for the past few weeks. <coughs> and um, they both, MVP and Apollo Crews both been back and forth with each other, like I said, for the past few weeks. Um, setting up a great story, in my honest opinion, between both guys. Um, it was a good match, decent match, like I said, but Apollo Crews ends up uh, securing the win, pins MVP, and your winner of the match, and still United States champion Apollo Crews. Um, I think I think having the United States Championship around, you know, with Apollo Cruz, I think it's great. I think it sets, it does, it gets him out of catering. That's for sure. You know, he's no longer in catering. You know, making food with Titus and hanging out with Dana Brooke. You know, it puts him on the mainstream level and puts him on Monday Night Raw and gives him a kind of a platform to show his craft. Because all in all, I think he's a really good wrestler. I do. I don't think he's that bad at all. You know, I just don't think, you know, Vince and Creative really utilized him correctly. I think he was really pretty much on the shelf for a while. So hats off to Apollo Crews and hats off to him for getting the win over on uh, MVP for this match. Um, after that, I have my next match here. It is Asuka versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, starting off the match, Asuka hits a DDT off the steel steps, steel steps on Bailey. Bailey then hits a belly to belly suplex on Asuka. Bailey then drops Asuka knee first into the apron. Oscar then hits a devastating code breaker on Bailey. Oscar then goes for a drop kick off the top. Miss Bailey turn Bailey turns it into an ankle lock. Oscar then gets out of that, applies an arm bar on Bailey, but Bailey hits a roll up on Oscar and pins her for the three. And your winner of the match and still SmackDown Women's Champion is Bailey. <clears throat> um, decent match again, not that bad of a match. Um, I think Asuka is definitely underrated. I, I really do. I think she's a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal athlete. Um, and in these matches that she had here tonight, she had two different matches um, for each women's championship. And hats off to her having for, – for even for her having two matches on one night alone, hats off to Asuka. So, but uh, Bailey gets to win here and secures her uh, women's – SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the Street Profits defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, but starting off the match, before the match t- starts, I should say, Kevin Owens makes his way down through the uh, ring. He's going to be on commentary for this match. Uh, but starting off the match, Montez Ford showing great athleticism in the match. Ford then goes for a tope somersault on the outside on Andrade and Garza. But Angel and Garza, Angel Garza and Andrade catch him on the outside. They slam him right down into the mat on the outside. <clears throat> Andrade and Garza are looking to take the, the Raw Tag Team Championships. They're full of confidence. Andrade hits a devastating back elbow on Dawkins. Ford then hits a crossbody off the top rope on Garza. Ford then hits a frog splash off the top rope on Garza and pins him for the three, and your winners of the match and still Raw Tag Team Champions is the Street Profits. <clears throat> um, the Street Profits, to me, are a phenomenal tag team. I think Montez Ford's athleticism alone does speak volumes, man. That guy's very athletic, and that, that guy can fly. You know, when he's on the top rope and he does, like, that frog splash, he is, like, probably 10, 15 feet in the air. And he's very, very athletic. Um, and it, make, it makes for a great match. It, it, I think he's really – I think the entire team is underrated, in my honest opinion. I, I, like the, I like the Street Profits, man. I really do. I think what they can bring to the table as far as their athletic ability and what they can do in that ring and their charisma – 
and their mic skills and the way they cut a promo and then telling everybody they want the smoke. It definitely gives the crowd and the people watching at home to want to tune into these guys because you never know what you're going to get with Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. And they're the life of the party, man. They're definitely a babyface tag team, and people love them, and people gravitate to them. And so, to me, honestly, the better team won here. And I hats off to the Street Profits for getting a win and retaining their uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening, though. It is Mandy Rose versus Sonny Deville in a hair versus hair match and loser leaves WWE match as well. Uh, starting off the match, Deville's taking the fight to Rose. Rose hits a running knee on Deville. It's been a lot of running knees back and forth between, well, well, a lot of running knees from Mandy Rose on to Sonny, De- Sonny Deville. And it's just been, it was just a back and forth match, man. This storyline between Mandy Rose and Sonny, uh, Sonny Deville had been go- has been going back and forth for many, many weeks now. You know, it started with the whole Otis thing, and then it kind of like pitter-pattered out. And then here we are, and it just became between Otis and Dolph. And then it went right from Mandy Rose to Sonny Deville, and they just rode off with it. And in my honest opinion, I think it's the best work that both women have done in the WWE, if you honestly ask me. Um, it's definitely making them relevant. It definitely gets you in tune to what can, you know, what's going to happen next. And you never know, you know, what they're going to do. And with Mandy Rose, she wasn't just another pretty face. You know, now that she's been in the storyline, she's here to wrestle and she's here to stay. So that's all to her, you know, for getting the win here. Obviously, you know, with – DeVille losing. She has to leave the WWE. Otis does come out to the match to celebrate with uh, Mandy Rose. They're both hugging in the middle of the ring. Otis does his, you know, his signature worm that he does in the ring. Mandy Rose tried to do it as well. It was kind of hilarious. I think she hit her chin a couple times on the mat. It's kind of funny, but it was cool. It really was. Um, but after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight. Um, starting off the match, Rollins is mocking Dominic. Dominic then hits a drop toe hold on Rollins, sending him into the chair. Dominic then dest- is destroying Rollins with a kendo stick in the middle of the ring. Rollins then hits a superplex off the top rope on Dominic. Dominic uh, and Rollins both go through a table off the top rope. Dominic then hits a frog splash off the top rope on Rollins, paying tribute, paying tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Rollins then hits a devastating powerbomb on Dominic that looked absolutely brutal, man. If he don't have a concussion, I'd be I'd really be surprised. I mean, he slammed him right into that mat. Um, Angie, Dominic's mom, she's up the top of the entrance ramp. Murphy hits a running knee on Dominic. Then Rey Mysterio gets handcuffed to the ropes on the outside. Dominic then hits a 619 on Rollins. But then Rollins ultimately hits a face stop on Dominic and pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Seth Rollins. Again, this was a really, really good match. And in my honest opinion, I know a lot of people were like, well, some people say, well, Dominic probably didn't hold up to their standard of what they thought he could do. <clears throat> in my honest opinion, I think he kind of held his own. You know, he came out in his own ring attire, his own ring gear, um, and he wasn't copying everything that Ray was doing. You know what I mean? He, yeah, he did the 619, but he had his own little moveset too. And you got to understand, this was a humongous, humongous match for Dominic, you know, being that his, his first official match in WWE. And it's not like the guy's a jobber. The guy that Dominic's going up against is Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins, you know, obviously Seth Rollins was trying to put him over the best way that he could. But I, I honestly, in my opinion, I think Dominic was holding his own in this match. I really do. You know, and it, it set up, a, it's still setting up a great story because you know damn well that everybody wants to see Rey Mysterio and Dominic tag together against Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. And we probably could see that at Payback next weekend. And I, I'm very much looking forward to it. I would love to see them as a tag team together. 
you know, and I think, yeah, he's still green. He still has time to learn and develop in the ring. But I think if you give him time and, you know, he puts in the effort, puts in the work, I think, you know, you're going to see what Dominic Mysterio can do inside that, in that ring. And he's been training for a while, for what I understand. He's been training, obviously, with Ray, his father. And I also heard that he was training with Lance Storm. Lance Storm's another great athletic wrestler, very, very good ring savvy kind of guy, you know. And Lance Storm was no pushover either. Yeah, he might not get a push to WWE, but in ECW, he made a really good name for himself, in my honest opinion. So, you know, hats off for Dominic for taking this match and putting on a, what I, in my honest opinion, a great showing. And again, you have to give it to Seth Rollins for getting the win. So, phenomenal match. Um, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Sasha Banks defending her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. Um, starting off the match, Sasha hits a devastating powerbomb off the apron on Asuka. When I saw that powerbomb off that apron and the way that Asuka's head slammed on the outside, and I know I said this in the Dominic Mysterio match, I would be really shocked if she didn't have a concussion after that. I mean, when they played the replay, her head snapped off that, that ground on the outside. And it looked brutal. And I know I say that all the time, but man, if you didn't watch that event or if you have the network, go back and watch that because her head slammed. I mean, slammed off that off the ground. It was brutal. Uh, but Oscar then gets up, hits a devastating DDP, DDT on DDP, <laughs> DDT on Sasha off the top rope. Oscar then hits a drop kick off the top rope. Oscar then applies an Oscar lock on Sasha. Sasha then gets out of that, applies a bank statement on Oscar. Then Asuka somehow breaks the hold, and she applies another Asuka lock on Sasha Banks, and ends up and Banks ends up tapping out. And your winner of the match by submission is Asuka. And now she is she is now the new Raw Women's Champion. Honestly, in my honest opinion, I can I saw this coming because I, in my honest opinion, there was no way that Asuka was not going to win one of those championships last night. There's no way. There's no way. I knew I had a feeling that Bailey was going to go over and get the win. And this is the reason why. It's because I feel like at this point, it's almost inevitable. Like, it, it's going to happen at some point. What I mean is that you're going to see a match between Bailey and Sasha sometime soon. It needs to happen. The fans want it. Hell, I want it. It needs to happen. And I know a lot of people are still reminiscing on their match that they had in NXT between Bailey and Banks that blew the roof off the place. It was a phenomenal match. That match needs to happen again. And the way the storyline is going right now with Bailey and Banks, you can see one of them turning heel here relatively soon, and, and meaning one of them are going to turn on the other. It's probably going to be Sasha turning on Bailey, which then is going to set up a match probably relatively soon. And I hope it does because it needs to happen. Now, do I think it's going to happen at Payback? No, but do I think the wheels are going to start coming off for that that feud to happen and that story to build off Payback? Possibly because I it is rumored that they are defending their. WWE Women's Tag Team Championships on payback this weekend. So could possibly happen. Do I think it needs to happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but hats off to Asuka for getting the win and uh, getting back her Raw Women's Championship. So hats off to Asuka. Um, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Drew McIntyre defending his WWE Championship against Randy Orton. Uh, starting off the match, Orton's obviously playing mind games with McIntyre. Orton then throws McIntyre into the ring post on the outside. Orton then hits a back suplex on McIntyre on the announce table. Orton then hits a suplex on McIntyre off the announce table on the outside. Orton is taking the fight to McIntyre throughout this match. 
Orton then mocks Drew McIntyre again. McIntyre then applies a figure four on Orton, kind of paying homage to Ric Flair on that one. Orton and McIntyre both exchange in the middle of the ring. Orton has attempted a lot of RKOs, by the way, throughout this entire match, and not one of them has landed. McIntyre then hits another hits a future shock DDT on Orton, and then McIntyre hits a roll-up on Orton, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match and still WWE champion is Drew McIntyre. Um, to me, this was a really good match. It really was. And my thing was, <clears throat> and I said it in my preview predictions, I put money on Drew McIntyre winning. I knew he was going to win. But I also said, too, if Orton were to win and win the championship, it would not be bad for him to challenge probably, probably John Cena. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I know had Ric Flair had stated, well, he doesn't. He wants Orton to beat his record, not John Cena's. Now, Orton's not that close to neither John's or Flair's record yet at all. But could it happen down the road? Possibly. Would I completely mind or hate a match between Orton and John Cena? No. But then again, you have to ask yourself too, well, you know, when's Edge going to come back? Is he going to come back? Because you know that feud's probably not completely done yet, considering that, you know, Edge has been on this rampage taking out legends and so on and so forth. He took out Shawn, Shawn Michaels last week. And he took out uh, Edge's buddy Christian. So I'm sure Edge is probably paying a lot of attention to that and, what, and what's going on with Orton. So I don't think that story between Edge and Orton is completely over just yet. But um, hats off for Drew to uh, for getting the win and retaining the uh, retaining the championship. So hats off to him. Um, after that, it was it, it's announced that tonight on Monday Night Raw, Keith Lee will be on Raw tonight. Um, again. I don't know if he's done with NXT. It seems like he might be done with NXT. Maybe they called him up to the main roster. But uh, he's going to be on Raw tonight. So look forward to that. And I hope you guys are looking forward to that as well. And I think Keith Lee is a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal athlete. And he reminds me a lot of Vader or Bam Bam Bigelow. Big guy, but can move like a light heavyweight, like a cruiserweight. It's absolutely insane. Um, after that, we go into our main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Braun Strowman defending his Universal Championship against the Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, starting off the match, Strowman hits a choke slam on the on the Fiend on the announcer's table. Strowman then hits a power slam on the Fiend. Fiend then hits a sister Abigail on Strowman. Strowman then gets up, hits a power slam on Fiend, pins him for the two. Strowman then takes a box cutter from underneath the ring in a toolbox. Ends up cutting the ring mat in the ring, exposing the uh, the wood panels that are in the ring. Um, Fiend then hits his sister Abigail on Strowman on the wood and pins her for the three. And your winner of the match and new Universal Champion is the Fiend. Um, but after the match, though, you know, Fiend's got the title, he's got the belt. Roman Reigns shows up out of nowhere. Roman Reigns he came back last night after a long, lengthy layoff. He came back on uh, SummerSlam last night. He hit a spear on Fiend. He hit another spear on Braun Strowman. And then you can see Reigns holding up the Universal Championship as if he is going to challenge the Fiend for the w, uh, the Universal Championship. Um, in my honest opinion, did I see it coming? No. And they and they, I saw it coming in some way, just not yet. And I knew they were having up as, you know, SummerSlam, and you're never going to see You never know what's going to happen or never going to see it coming. Look, I knew Roman Reigns at some point was going to come back. Um, now were a lot of people probably happy that Roman Reigns is back. Yeah. Am I completely excited? No, I'm not because it goes right back to this. And a lot of people have been saying it. And I'm going to say it too. It goes back to this Roman initiative thing where it's all about Roman. 
And you know, Vince can say, well, he doesn't want to push any single star, you know, single superstar, but you can't say that when you look at Roman Reigns because he has pushed him. Maybe too much. Now, now some people are saying, and I hope it's true. I hope it's true that Roman Reigns will turn heel finally. And I hope I'm hoping that happens because he needs to turn heel. He needs to come off as this egotistical, like just guy. You know what I mean? Like he needs to come off as he's the man. But by doing that as being a heel, not being a babyface, it does not work. It doesn't work. You know, he can have that long, lengthy layoff that he had and come back and be completely mad and turn heel. You know, he could. Because the fact of the matter is he attacked not only the Fiend, but Braun Strowman as well. Clearly, it's going to send a message. Clearly, the message is, is that Roman Reigns wants his belt back, that he never lost, or that he thinks, he, you know, whatever the case may be, but he wants that belt back. And by doing so, you know, here we are. You know, Reigns is back. He showed up last night on SummerSlam, speared both Strowman and the Fiend, and before, you know, the, the night was over, he's holding up the Universal Championship. Clear message right there, ladies and gentlemen, that he wants that belt back. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really for it, man. I'm really not. Because all it's going to do, it's going to have the Fiend win the championship like he did, and then it'd be a squash from Roman Reigns to the Fiend, and, and Reigns is going to win the belt like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. When it would have been ideal for Reigns to come in, have one or two matches, build up that storyline, and then bam. Not all of us, not... Uh, hopefully they don't give it to him automatically. Like, you know, here's your belt. Here it is. Take it. Hopefully that doesn't happen. That was the one big negative about this night was Roman Reigns showing up in my honest opinion. Show up on Raw or show up on SmackDown. You know, make a big surprise on SmackDown. It just took away the moment for, between The Fiend and Strowman because that story has been going on for multiple weeks now. And then having Reigns showing up, it kind of like, it, it shit all over that idea in my honest opinion. It really did. But um, all in all, this was, again, another decent night from WWE. And my thing is, and I, I put out a poll on my Twitter uh, and had a vote on how people felt about, you know, the Thunderdome. And, again, if you guys do have a Twitter, make sure you check out, check out my Twitter. It's got the same logo you see here on my anchor, Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. Or I think it's now it says Staying Classic with Mr. Podcast. Go check it out. I put out news and rumors pretty much every day or every other day and check it out. But – the point I'm trying to make is with this whole thing is that with this show, it was a good show and the Thunderdome was great. And I think, you know, adding the different stage and a different LED lighting, the pyro, it works. You know, the the Zoom calls for the fans, it you know, that's going to be like a hate love hate thing for me. You know, it's cool, it's great, but it sometimes it's like, eh, it's a little too much. Um, but all in all, I think the the stage setup and the ring setup and all that, I think it was great. I hope they keep that same format. And with this whole pandemic going on, we could be seeing this same format and the way the Thunderdome set up for quite a while. Nobody knows when this pandemic is going to end. And I mean, nobody has a crystal ball either saying, well, it's going to end on this date at this day at this time. So nobody knows. So all you can do is cross your fingers and hopefully, you know, hopefully some point of our lives, we figure out, all right, it's either going to stay or going to go. <laughs> um, but like I do with all these shows, I usually give these shows a rating out of one out of 10. Like I do, like I just did for AEW. And all my other shows, I had to give tonight a seven, seven and a half, like I, you know, just like AEW Dynamite. I think it was a good show. The one big negative about this, I know people are going to be like, oh, why? You know, why you hate Roman Reigns? I don't hate Roman Reigns. I don't have any problem with Roman Reigns. I'm not going to sit here and bash the guy like everybody else does or say that, you know, he's 
not a good wrestler, you know, same thing like John Cena, five moves of doom. That's not what I'm saying. The reason why I hated it, it was because it was the wrong time, in my opinion. You know, because you had built up the storyline between Strowman and The Fiend for multiple weeks now. You even added Alexa Bliss into this. And I even said that I thought Alexa Bliss might come out in this match, kind of distract Braun Strowman. Didn't happen. You could you could you would have just ended the match clean and would have been over, would have been fine. Done deal. Now it's one one. Then you have another match. You maybe have a Firefly Fun match that was a lot hell of a lot better than what the Fiend had with John Cena. Actually have a place where it rings in there and then that's the last third final match. But then and then it's when Roman comes in and destroys that whole theory right there. That's the only thing that kind of made me mad about that. Is it cool to see Roman back? Yeah, it is. But that doesn't mean, hopefully, you know, it builds up more storylines. I think it's great that Roman's back because I think they need another guy. But it'd be better if Roman comes back as a heel. The hell with that babyface shit with Roman Reigns because it does not work. It doesn't. People have been salivating at the fact for many, many months now, if not years, we want to see him as a heel. Please be a heel. In NXT, he was a heel. You know, back when he was in, you know, Florida Championship Wrestling or whatever that promotion was before, you know, it became NXT. He was a heel. Wearing a suit, wearing a wristwatch. A heel. Came off as a heel. If he comes, now that he's back, I want him to be a heel. I want him to be mad. I want him to be angry at everybody. But not as a babyface, as a heel. Go after the good guy. Beat the hell out of him. But be a heel. But... Like I said, this is my review for SummerSlam. Um, I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And again, um, if you guys are listening to the podcast, the podcast, I appreciate, I greatly appreciate it. I'm glad you guys come around, stick around, and hear my crazy nonsense on this whole wrestling stuff. I love doing what I'm doing. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. And again, I do have a Twitter page. I believe it's Staying Classic with Mr. Classic. Uh, check it out, please. I put out news, rumors, all that kind of stuff every single day. So uh, swing by and check it out. So I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.